the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. One of the things that will always get better is time. How does time get better? Well, think about it. It's forever improving. Why? Because it's ever growing (laughs) and it's always coming for you. It's an investment in your life. And here's the thing I thought about this week. As a caregiver, I don't even have to pay for time. Time pays me. Is that right? Well, think about it. We think we get paid for our time and our dime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can be political, but the truth of the matter is we do get paid for our time, so we feel. But does time pay us? Like I said, think about it. Time does pay us. How, where, when, every moment, every second that you just lost. Time paid you for that time. Think about it. Who gives you time? Well, it depends on what you believe and whom you believe, how you feel about life. You can't go back and buy yesterday. I watched one of the billionaires of the world negotiate this week in the news. And because you have money, the Bible says it answers all things. But what I've come to know and what I've come to learn is it does answer all things, but it doesn't answer to time. Well, what do you mean, Lorraine? Well, think about it. Could that guy buy back what he said in time, in the past, when he said a statement? Uh Uh-oh, wait a minute. We're not that political show here on KPRZ, 12, 10 a.m. No, we're the gospel format, the good news of Jesus Christ. So here on Carrying the Burden, my burden is what? Well, I had to think about that again. As I'm a caregiver, by default, it would seem like the burden is my mom. Well, it's not just her. She's a part of the one another's. Who are they? The one another's? Yeah. The people that you work with, the people that you shop with in the grocery store that are being rude, the people that are on the freeway that are being kind of like on you and you're like, can you back up? And yeah, all those people are one another's. Oh, okay. Sounds like a category, right? Almost like a stereotype, one another's, the one another's, you know, those one another's. (laughs) So who are those people in your life? Have you identified your one another's? Actually, it should be everyone you know. Now, those of us that are Christians, uh, we need to take the time and recognize the one another's. Enemies, enemies are one another's. (gasps) I have several of those. Why? Because Sin is in the earth and people are just not going to like you. In fact, they're going to hate you, despise you for no reason. Yeah, that doesn't seem right or feel right, but it's true. I thought about that as we are upon that wonderful season called Christmas is what I like to call it. Because I remember a really cool song by these brothers and they said there's no Christmas. I said it the way I wanted to without Christ. 
So, yeah, the Christos, uh-huh, the anointed one, there's no Christmas without Christ. But let the stores tell it. Oh, yes, there is. Absolutely there is because we have set it up that way in the world. Who's we? The world. Well, I'm in the world, but I'm not of it. I am the Christian. So if you're Christian and everybody that listens to this show is not Christian, but if you are Christian, are you making sure Christ is in your Christmas as I shop around and look for my decor for the holidays? I told somebody, you mean the holy days? Yeah, these are the holy days, you know. (gasps) Oh, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, the holidays. Yeah, we like to use that as a euphemism, a package for everybody, inclusiveness. That's why we call it the holidays. I have Jewish friends. I understand what holy days they have during this season where I celebrate Christmas. So now what? Oh, yeah, everybody gets acknowledged. Happy holidays. Sure, that's inclusiveness. We didn't realize what we were doing back then when we took away Merry Christmas. Who's we? Christians. We went for it. Yeah, nothing wrong with us still having our identifier. This is our season. Jesus is the reason for this season. So let's get back to that, Christians. Remember, we are the ones that get to identify him. Well, I like to think of Peter during this season. How convenient was it for him to deny Jesus? It was really convenient. And I thought about when did he deny him? He denied him most when he was confronted. Um, with the association. Let's start with that. So what is your association with Christmas? What does that have to do with this one another stuff? Well, the Bible says bear one another in love. Jesus came to the earth according to John three sixteen, because love was needed in this earth to what? Buy it back from what? Uh, let's see, uh, torture, torment, destruction, uh, And all the other sin, basically. Yeah. You make your list, you review it, and then cancel it out with love because that's what it says in John 3.16. They call it the most infamous scripture of the world. And I always call it the root and the essence of my Christianity. Because without the love of Jesus, I couldn't be a Christian. What was that love? The sacrifice on the cross. But before he got sacrificed, he had to be birthed into the earth. There are a lot of religions that will debate if Jesus was a man and he wasn't the Messiah and he wasn't the one, we're waiting for the one and on and on. And you know, for me, this is my holy time. Hey, Jesus is the reason for the season. And sometimes people look at me perplexed because they don't know. Well, whose job is it? It's mine. I'm the Christian, as my mom would say, the good little Christian. So at this time of year, it's on me. What about you, Christians? Are you going to bear the others in love? Or are you going to choose the Peter way? I call it Peter Street, Peter Way, Peter Avenue. What is that? It's called denial. Yeah. It's easy to deny Christmas. (gasps) Oh, wait. Did you say deny Christmas? I did. We do it all the time. How do we do it? Well... We don't acknowledge that Jesus is the reason for this season. We get caught up in the politics, and we get caught up into how people might feel offended. What? No, 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 no. If you're a Christian, now this is for the Christians. I hope you're feeling the tug. You should be the main one saying, in response, Merry Christmas. 
think about it, Christians, other people will tell you their holiday by name and their celebrations by name. Did you catch that? I don't want to, like, let's just say uh, blast on other religions right now. I want to focus on mine, Christianity, and that Jesus is the reason for this season. Every year, Christians have the opportunity to either acknowledge the Christ that they say they believe in, like Peter. You know, I mean, he was one of the main disciples. Peter, James, and John. Peter, James, and John. Peter, James, and John. Always. I call Peter, James, and John the ride-or-die guys. They went. I don't recall in the Bible. Maybe you know. I didn't see it where they said, Nah, Jesus, I, I'm good. I, I, you could go ahead. I'm, I'm going to sit here and eat this fish and, you know. No, wait, huh? No. It would say Peter, James, and John. Jesus would call for Peter, James, and John. I don't recall Peter denying Jesus when Jesus requested Peter. But when it was time for Peter to acknowledge Jesus as the Christ, he denied him. Not once, not twice, but three times. I believe that rooster crowed. That's what the Bible said. That's what Jesus told him. Not once, not twice. But three times. How many times have you denied Jesus? This year? This week? Today? When did you have the opportunity to at least acknowledge your affiliation, your association, your identification with Jesus? When did you have the chance? Did you take the opportunity to say, Merry Christmas? Jesus is the reason for the season. Happy Holy Days. Celebrate Jesus. Whatever it takes for you to not deny him this year because you don't get to go back to Christmas 2020, Christmas 2021, Christmas 2022. Hey, you can't buy it back. And neither can that guy that I talked about earlier, the billionaire one, a friend of mine calls him a gazillionaire. We never really know how much money these people have, right? So they don't have it. So anyway, in the meantime, look at your life, examine yourself and say, am I a Peter? Am I acting like Peter this year? Wait, have I put up anything? Because I had somebody interpret the lights for me. Yes, the holy day lights that she put up on her house. She said, oh, yeah, and the lights represent this and they represent that. I mean, it sounded like a, well, we're going to call it a cartoon movie. (laughs) I said, oh, and I had to make a decision. And I said, in my background, The lights represent that Jesus is the light of the world. And so that's why we use Christmas lights. I said, I, I, you know, that's why we, we, the Christians use them. I, you know, you use them for your purposes uh, to celebrate what I don't know, but, oh, festivities. That's right. You celebrate parties, festivities, get togethers. Oh, everybody must come together for what? Christmas Or, or the holidays? Or what are you calling it in your life, around your family, at your house? Are the lights up with representation or did you buy the lights because they look pretty? Well, I always think about that when I decorate. Well, what about the Christmas tree, Lorraine? That's secular, is it? There's this tree called Evergreen. Yeah, that's a really cool concept. If you study it and if you like plants, botany, biology, Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. Get into this conversation. 
Because when you study nature, if you just take not even eight minutes to study nature, it will baffle you. You might be confounded. You might stop and say, I can't figure this out. How? How does this? So if you're doing that these days, connect at LorraineCarroll.com. If you're not doing that, well, listen, take some time and just look at what you can't explain, such as the movement of the sun. Well, no, we, we learned that back in high school. And the reason the sun moves, okay, keep going and keep going. Some people are waiting for you to keep going. They want to hear why is Jesus the reason for the season? Remember, it started way back in Isaiah. Christmas? Yes. Well, I don't get it. Right. That's where we come in, Christians. It's our responsibility. It's our Christian duty. It's our job to let the world know that Jesus is the light. Jesus is the light of the world. I sung that song at four years old at preschool graduation, something like that. And yeah, we were saying it then, back then, back in time. I'm not that old, but hey, it was a while ago. And we're still saying the same thing. Some things don't change about the Lord. That's what Hebrews 13 and 8 says, Jesus the same yesterday, today, forevermore. Now, if you get to be a part of forevermore, he will be the same. One thing that remains is that he is the light of the world. I love the fact that he said it. If you go back and look at Jesus' life, he basically said, yeah, I'm Christmas. I am Christmas. I am Christmas. So how are you having Christmas without Christ? I don't get it. If someone can teach me, that would be great. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. Now, you have the prerogative, the option to celebrate these holy days however you choose. I choose to celebrate Christ because I told you, One of the great prophets actually said it. It's one of my favorite prophecies, actually, in the Bible. Now, here's the thing. Did you know that a lot of people read the Bible, believe in it, and they're not Christians? That almost sounds like an oxymoron, perhaps. But there are a lot of people that read the Bible, listen to what I'm saying gently, slowly. They read the Bible. They study the Bible but they don't believe that Jesus is the light of the world. They don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah. They don't believe that Jesus is the Christ. Yet they study it more than most Christians. So when it's time to talk Bible, be careful. Just because the people don't declare Christ doesn't mean that they don't know Isaiah 9 and 6. Now, That's a popular one around Christmas time. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And then people will stop right there because they don't know the rest of it. During the Christmas season, yeah. Well, the rest of it, (laughs) you ready? Are you? Because I don't know where you live, but I live in America. The rest of it says in Isaiah 9 and 6, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Here's the thing about an article, an article, like in a paper, no. Remember the articles like the, T-H-E, the? Yeah, the government shall be, as in it will be. It is, so it's going to happen. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. A lot of people like to add the S. I don't know. I like the British version, shoulder. Yeah, just one shoulder. We have two. 
And the Bible made it clear that the government shall be upon his shoulder, not his shoulders, his shoulder. Think about that. See, we don't. And we get caught up in the part about him being born if we acknowledge the rest. Because the rest of the verse, all of this in Isaiah 9 and 6, yes. The rest of it says, and his name will be, it says shall be in the King James, called Wonderful. I don't know when this happened, but if you've been going to church as long as I have, for some reason, the wonderful counselor got kind of scrunched together. (laughs) I don't know when and where. Maybe some preacher did it. Was it your pastor? I don't know. They scrunched wonderful counselor together. Uh, I'm looking in a Bible and there is a comma. It matters. Grammar matters. Oh, my goodness, a lot of things matter out there, but grammar still matters. I don't care what you say. It matters. Wonderful, comma, counselor, comma, the mighty God. So hold on. Are we talking about this kid that was born? Yeah, some people don't like the word kid because they say that's a goat. That's a baby. Okay, fine. Let's do it. As is, for unto us a child is born. This was a prophecy by what they call a major prophet, Isaiah. Uh-huh. And he said this now. He was prophesying, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, comma, take your time, Christians, Counselor. Ooh, have you had to have a counseling session with the Lord, Jesus, the Christ? I don't know. I have many. Many times. Now, there's another comma after counselor. The mighty God, comma, the everlasting father, comma, the prince of peace. So I tell people, as for my Trinity or Trinitarian, if you want to be fancy beliefs, I use that one because I get them all right in there. Son, father, God. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Right there. That's enough for me. That did it. And not only do I get the Trinity there, but I also get it from the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. So during these holy days, Christians, make sure you get back to your roots. Go back and read Matthew. Yeah, it's in the Gospel of Matthew, right? Because that's the one, for those of you that aren't sure, that's the one that tells the actual story, you know, oh, little town of Bethlehem. We know the songs and we don't even know what the Bible says. Wow. But hey, I like to sing Christmas carols too, but I also like to know what the Bible says with them. What does that mean, Lorraine? Well, take a look. Was he born in Bethlehem? Do you know that for sure? Are you sure? Or did you doubt yourself just now? Read the Bible. (laughs) Don't just sing a song. Read the Bible. It'll help you out, especially during the holy days. You want to be able to tell the story of your Lord. Is he your Lord? Because if he's just Jesus, I told you a lot of people study the Bible, they recognize him as Jesus, and he's a man to them. He's not Christ. He's not the redeemer of the world. He's not God. He's just Jesus, a prophet that lived on the earth to them. But what about you today? Now, I thought this was the caregiving show. I'm coming to that. As a caregiver, one of the greatest things you can do is ask the Lord's guidance. I said that in the possessive. See, he has guidance that you can't buy on earth. The richest man on earth cannot buy the guidance of the Lord. 
You can counsel with a lot of people, but you can't get the type of counseling, direction, inspiration that you can directly from the counselor, comma, the mighty God. So when was the last time that you approached the everlasting father in your childlike needs? Yes, some of us are whiny. We kick and scream, especially when the ones we care for don't cooperate, like my mom. I tell her she's the queen of (gasps) non-cooperation. You say that to your mom? Yes, it's our ongoing joke because I have to find outlets to remind her of how she's not cooperating in a fun way. And so people say, well, words speak life. Well, they do, but they also tell truths. (laughs) And so if you want to have that conversation with me, let's do it. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. For those of you that are still wondering about who he is, remember he's the Prince of Peace. If I'm going to bear the burden of caring for my mom and everybody else, whoa, Lorraine, hey, calm down. No, I won't. Because unlike some of you, I do have the burden of my mother. And some of you have the burden of mother, father, son. Yes, there are people that are caregivers with triple duty every day. So just when I want to whine and complain, I've learned as I leave that season of Thanksgiving and go into this holiness, I call it holiness, did you hear me? Season, not holiest, I said it, holiness, it's my word, it's for fun. What season of realizing the power of the Christ, of who he is in my life, why I'm a good little Christian, Christian, Christ at the beginning. Yeah, I can't spell Christian without Christ, and I can't spell Christmas without Did you hear it? Christ, I put the T because a lot of us just leave it out without Christ either. Not in English, maybe in other languages, I don't know. But I tell you what, I speak English. And in my language, I have to say Christ. You have to remember what anointing is. That is the spirit of God being poured out on a person. The spirit of the living God. He's alive and well, and we celebrate him at Christmas. We celebrate him from the time he's born all the way until he died on the cross. When he did what? He bore our sins. Remember, I told you he came into the world out of love. But because of love, we bear one another. Is it coming together for you? So if you're a caregiver today, I told you on this show, if you care, you're a caregiver by default. Now, even if you only care about three things in your life, you're still a caregiver Ooh, yes, we have that revelation here on carrying the burden. Right, now is it coming together? Right, that's how it all comes together, every day for everybody. If you don't care, we don't have Christ. Wait a minute, or is it the other way around? If you have Christ, you don't care? No, that's what doesn't go together. You take your time with both of those. Rewind if you need to. You can do that on the podcast. On the podcast, you can rewind and you can go back and you can pause, you can take notes. You can listen to every single little second. But if you don't have Christ, what don't you have? You don't have love by default. Now, you can try to buy it if you want to. There's books on that out there. You can try to earn it if you'd like. Or you can try to pretend, perpetrate that you're loving like kind and all those things that it says in First Corinthians 13 about love, patient. You're right. Most of you are so impatient. You're ready to get off and move on to the next thing now. Okay. But love is patient. Love is kind. And it's not easily provoked. 
So even when people that you're bearing, you're listening to them complain, you're listening to them whine, you're listening to them put you down. You just bear them. But how do you bear them? You bear them in love, with love, and because of love. Love is the reason I do what I do. I tell my mom often, no matter what people try to tell me or what they say to you, caregiving, are you listening, caregivers? It's a choice. Sure, culturally we can go, technically we can go, yeah, we can go there. But when I choose to love, I choose to care. I choose to bear the burden that my mother causes me every day. 3, 12 a.m. every day. 7, 16 a.m. every day. 4, 12 p.m. every day. 11, 16 p.m. every day. Now, the time changes, <laughs> but the burden does not. Think about that. Jesus came into the earth to bear you so that you could bear others. Because technically, you weren't worthy. We weren't worthy of what? Forgiveness? Right. Think of all the sacrifices you would have had to make for all of the wrong you've done this year. Woo, think about it. I told someone, yeah, we might not do it in uh, goats or calves or grain, but what if we had to do it in cash? For all the wrong you did, you'd be broke. (laughs) So think about that next time. You celebrate this idea of Christmas, Christmas, because there is no Christmas without Christ. So as you're giving gifts, think about all the sin you committed. Huh? That doesn't make sense. Oh, yes, it does. Because one of the reasons we give gifts is to celebrate the Christ that came into the earth. Go back and read it. It's in Matthew. Have a good time this year in Christ. And remember, he came so that you can bear others in love. Celebrate Jesus, because Jesus is the reason for the season. You've been listening to Carrying the Burden with me, Lorraine Carroll, right here on K-Praise, 1210 AM. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 